It's time now for Empowered Family Talk with Francina Hallris. Thank you for tuning in to the second part of Lies in the Sea with your host, Francina T. Hallris with Empower Family. Do you want to empower families and young people in your community? Then take the time to make a tax-deductible contribution to the Coach Tate Fund. The Coach Tate Foundation is dedicated to helping young people and their families in learning and passing on the kinds of life skills that we all need to succeed. All too often, we hear about kids and their families having encountered life's difficulties that could have been easily avoided by knowing better decision-making skills. From anger management to money management to something as simple as learning to manage how we spend our time or how we use our job skills. Make a donation to the Coach Tate Fund. It'll help kids who need help and their families too. Make your contribution to the Coach Tate Fund. Get details at www.coachtatefoundation.com. And oh, by the way, thank you. And welcome back, listeners, and let's note-take for our closing session here, Pride and Envy in Lies and Deceit on our Pathway Forward. Pride and Envy. Now, listeners, often people tell lies because they want people to think they are better than they really are. Here are some Bible examples about it. Psalms 59, 12 reminds us of this. For the sin of their mouth, and the words of their lips, let them even be taken in their pride and for the cursing and lying which they speak. Note that pride has led people to lie, listeners. Acts 5, 1 through 9, the lie Ananias and Sapphira told was evidently motivated by pride, listeners. Other people were given sacrificial gifts to the church. And they wanted people to think they had made a greater sacrifice than what they had. Matthew 6, 2, 5, and 16 says this. The Pharisees were hypocrites because they pretended to be religiously devout in order to get the favor of people. Now listen, some modern examples of this is like Ananias and Sapphira. Some people deceive others about their possessions or wealth or generosity in order to impress others. And some just lie about how much education or what work experience they have in order to get a job. Many false teachers, listeners, misrepresent their doctrine or their personal lives. They told people the truth. They couldn't get a following. So they must be hypocrites and deceive others. We hear of many who try to hide their immorality, listeners, so people would think more highly of them. Has pride led you to deceive or mislead other people in order to impress them, listeners? I'll ask that question again. Has pride led you to deceive or mislead other people in order to impress them? Read on further in Matthew 23, 5 and Acts 20, 29, 30 and Galatians 6, 3 and Hosea 10, 13. Now, the next note-take, listeners, is lies and deceits in misguided love and kindness. Misguided love. 
and kindness. Now listen, some people tell lies just to avoid causing problems for others or even just to avoid hurting their feelings. Here's some Bible examples in Genesis 12, 11 through 13. When Abraham moved to a foreign land, he told his wife, Sarah, to tell people that she was his sister. Otherwise, someone might kill him to take her as a wife. In Genesis 27, note verse 18 through 20 and 24 and 23, Isaac sent Esau to hunt and fix venison. Then he would bless him. Rebecca loved Jacob more than she did Isaac and wanted Jacob to receive the blessing. So she fixed venison from a goat, put skins on Jacob's hands and neck, put Esau's clothes on him and sent him in to get the blessing. So because she supposedly loved him, she led Jacob to take the blessing with deceit. Verse 12. Now listen, some modern examples of this is this kind of lies often justified on popular TV shows and movies we watch. You don't tell the truth if it hurts someone's feelings or gets them in trouble. Young people today often think that loyalty means they should lie to protect their friends. Young people often today think that loyalty means they should lie to protect their friends. My aunt once was upset with my cousin and me because we had told her two different stories about what we had done. He said if he knew what I was going to say, he would have said the same thing. She asked if he would lie to her just to cover up, and he said he would. Family members likewise often lie to cover for one another. Family members likewise often lie listeners to cover for one another. They may fuss and feud amongst themselves, but they will cover for one another, even lie if necessary. These are perverted concepts of love. Jesus said that love should lead us to obey God's commands. It is not an excuse to disobey them. John 14, 16 and 1 John 5, 3. The next note-take, listeners, is habit. H-A-B-I-T, habit in lies and deceits. Some people begin to lie for various reasons, listeners, but then it just becomes a way of life for them. They lie even when there appears to be no real purpose in it. <laughs> Jeremiah 9, 4, and 5 reminds us that people could not trust anyone else because everyone would deceive his neighbor. They would not speak the truth. They taught their tongue to speak lies. Jeremiah 9, 4 and 5. Psalms 52, 2 and 4. The deceitful tongue loves evil more than good, listeners. And lying rather than speaking righteousness. Some people just seem to get pleasure out of misleading others. They are not just kidding others. They just enjoy seeing if they can deceive people. Psalm 50:19. Listeners, lying is basically an attitude problem. People lie because they do not love truth and love God as they should. 
The only solution is to change the heart and love God enough to obey him. Listeners, are you and I guilty? Have we repented and been forgiven for our sins of lies and deceits? Well, let's take a look at consequences of lying and deceiving in our clothes here. What are the consequences of lying and deceit? Why should we avoid lying? What problems does it cause? There are questions. Well, no take number one, listeners. Lying harms other people. Lying harms other people. Examples in Jacob's life. These examples show the harm that can come when people practice lying and deceit. Genesis 27, where Jacob deceived Isaac to get the blessing that Isaac intended to give to Esau. Esau was so hurt and angry when he learned what Jacob had done, that he threatened to kill Jacob, verses 34 through 38. As a result, Jacob had to flee from home, and Jacob and Esau were alienated for years afterwards, 21, 41, and 28 too. Genesis 29 reminds us of this, listeners. After promising to give Rachel as a wife to Jacob, Laban instead gave him Leah. As a result, Jacob worked for seven years for a woman he did not want to marry. Later, Jacob became so isolated that he left his father-in-law because Laban kept deceiving him, chapter 31. Eventually, both sisters married Jacob, resulting in strife and alienation the rest of their lives. Genesis 37, 33 through 35, listeners, when his sons deceived him, Jacob grieved and mourned for many years, believing his son Joseph really had died. Later, his sons were sorry for the grief they had caused. Listeners, now many of us know families in which people have been alienated from one another because of lies. One of the main lessons to learn from Jacob's family here is the severe problems that deceit can cause. If you want a good family life, listeners, one thing you need to develop in a relationship in which every family member can trust everyone else to be honest. Other passages about lying and deceit often destroys people's reputation, listeners, or alienates people, not just in our families, but also on the job, at school, and in the church. People find out others have lied to them or about them. They are often hurt and angry. Psalms 109.2 reminds us of this, listeners. They have spoken against me with a lying tongue. Often lies and slander are used to destroy the credibility and reputation of an innocent or godly person. Matthew 5.11 reminds us of this. Jesus warned that people would revile and persecute his disciples and say all kinds of evil against them falsely. False accusations, listeners, and lies are a standard means of persecution intended to intimidate the righteous to compromise the truth or to discredit their influence. Proverbs 25, 18 reminds us of this. A man who bears false witness is like a club, a sword, and a sharp arrow. 
and who said, quote, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me, unquote, obviously was never the victim of the campaign of a slanderer. Trust me, it can be quite painful and leave wounds in your emotions and marks on your reputation for years. Listeners, we need to be sure that we do not harm others with lies. We need to practice sincere honesty with our family, our friends, and in the church. Read on in 1 Kings 21 and Exodus 20, 16, and Proverbs 26, 18 and 19. And we don't take here, listeners, in lies and deceits, lying influences others to sin. Now here we talk about liars often influence other people to tell lies. Proverbs 29, 12 reminds us of this. If a ruler pays attention to lies, all his servants become wicked. Lying listeners tends to feed on itself. The more some people tell lies, the more the other people become involved, especially when people in influential position tell lies. Now, children often learn to practice lying from the parents. Jacob learned it from his mother and his sons learned it from Jacob and from his mother and his uncle. A son observed his father cheat on his income tax. The father sent the son to tell a salesman he was not home. An uncle bribed a police officer to avoid a ticket. Later, the son was expelled from a military academy for cheating. Father said, quote, I just don't understand it. Where did you learn to act like that, unquote? Listeners, is your example teaching your children to be liars? If so, you can expect them to lie to you. False teachers also deceive other people to sin, listeners. Genesis 3.13 reminds us the very first sin occurred because the serpent deceived Eve. Isaiah 9, 14 through 16, the prophets taught lies and led the people to err and be destroyed. Ezekiel 13, 22 reminds us the lies, listeners, the lies of false teachers not only strengthen the hands of the wicked, they also make the righteous sad. Jeremiah 23, 14, 32. Listeners, many have been led to sin by the influence of people who lie and deceive. People who go into error are still responsible because they should check out what is taught. But the false teacher is also responsible for the fact his lies led people to, into sin. Now, meanwhile, some continue to do right. They are saddened by seeing others led into sin and by hearing teachings that says they are the ones who are wrong. What about you and me, listeners? Have we led other people to sin by telling things that are not true? Let's notate that lying leads to loss of respect and confidence, listeners, and how lying alienates from God and condemns eternity. And we'll take a short break and be right back. This broadcast is brought to you in partnership with the Coach Day Foundation. You can support the broadcast so we can bring you God's word with any type of donation. You can go to www.coachtatefoundation.com, which is www.coachtatefoundation.com. Now, welcome back, listeners. And let's notate lying leads to loss of respect and confidence. 
Lying leads to loss of respect and confidence. Who can trust someone who is known to tell lies? Who can trust someone who is known to tell lies? Psalm 44 reminds us of this. Those who love God do not respect those who turn aside to lies. Listeners, people want friends they can trust and rely on. If you want good people to respect and trust you, don't lie. Psalm 101 verse 7 says this, He who works deceit shall not dwell within my house. He who tells lies shall not continue in my presence. Now, listeners, good people cannot afford to continue to associate with liars and surely cannot tolerate it in their own homes. Jeremiah 9 verses 4 and 5 says this, People could not trust even their own brother because they would lie and deceive. A liar is not trustworthy, listeners. You never know when he's lying. Now, young people need to learn this lesson early in life, listeners. If you lie to your parents about where you go or what you do, it ruins your relationship. Some complain, quote, why don't you trust me, unquote. Quote, I only told one lie, unquote. That's all it takes to destroy trust is one lie. After that, they never know when we are lying. Have you ruined other people's trust, listeners, in you by telling lies? I'll ask that question again. Have you ruined other people's trust in you, listeners, because you told some lies? Let's notate next. Lying alienates from God and condemns eternally. Proverbs 12, 22 and 6, verses 16 through 19 says this. Lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, but those who deal truthfully are his delight. Remember, listeners, that lying is twice in the list of things that God hates. Psalms 5, 6 reminds us of this. God will destroy those who speak falsehood. He abhors the bloodthirsty and deceitful man. God is true and cannot lie, listeners. Titus 1 verse 2. When we lie, he cannot fellowship us. We separate ourselves from God. Revelations 21 8, listeners, reminds us of this. All liars will have part in the second death, the lake of fire. Revelations 21 27 and 22 14 15 says this. He who makes lies will in no wise enter into the holy city. He who makes lies will in no way enter into the holy city, listeners. But everyone who loves and makes a lie will be outside of the city. Listeners, now lying is the common cold of spiritual diseases. It is probably the most common sin committed by men, including Christians. As soon as a result, many people consider it minor. They speak of, quote, little white lie, unquote. 
but no lie is little or white. Unlike codes, lies are deadly, spiritually deadly. They will eternally damn those who do not repent. Now, listen, if we want spiritual fellowship with God, we must love the truth, speak the truth, and remove lying and deceit from our lives. Let me say that again. Listeners, if we want spiritual fellowship with God, we must love the truth, speak the truth, and remove lying and deceit from our lives. For the reading on Isaiah 59, 1 through 4, and 1 Peter 2, 2, 2. Let's notate, listeners, overcoming lying and deceit. How do you overcome lying and deceit? Well, consider some steps we should take to help avoid being guilty of lying or deceit. Number one, love truth and hate lies. Love truth and hate lies. Psalm 119, 104 and 128 says this, through your precepts, I get understanding. Therefore, I hate every false way. Listeners, all your precepts concerning all things I consider to be right, I hate every false way. Psalms 119, 163 reminds us, listeners, I hate and abhor lying, but I love your law. 1 Corinthians 13, 6 says, love does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. Listeners, you and I must develop a strong commitment about lying. Don't just mildly dislike lies, but actively hate the practice. If we continually remind ourselves of the terrible consequences of lying, this should motivate us, listeners, to avoid lying and to oppose it in others. Fill your heart with the truth, listeners. Matthew 12, 34, 35 reminds us, for out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasures brings forth evil things. Listeners, we speak according to what's in our hearts. So we need to harbor only truth in our hearts. Philippians 4, 8 reminds us, finally, brethren, whatever things are true, meditate on these things. Psalms 15, 2 says, the one who abides in God's tabernacle is he who speaks the truth in his heart. In order to speak truth with our mouth, we must speak truth, listeners, in our hearts. Psalms 51, 6 reminds us, you desire truth in the inward parts and in the hidden part of you will make me to know wisdom, to be speakers of the truth, listeners. We must fill our hearts with truth, especially with God's word. Do not dally with falsehoods, listeners. Do not consider repeating such things. Refuse to have anything to do with it. Exodus 23.7, keep yourself far from a false mouth. Keep yourself far from a false mouth. Proverbs 4.24, put away from you a deceitful mouth and put perverse lips afar from you. Proverbs 38 reminds us, remove falsehood and lies far from me. Don't see 
how close to error you can get. Stay far away from lying, listeners. We must both fill our hearts with truth and reject lies and deceit, listeners. Don't harbor falsehood in your heart and it cannot be expressed in your speech. And we'll note here lastly, avoid people and influences known to lie or deceive. Listeners, often we end up telling lies because we associate with liars. We listen to their lies and we learn to imitate their evil. Proverbs 17, 4 reminds us of this. An evildoer gives heed to false lips. A liar listens eagerly to a spiteful tongue. Now, listeners, when we listen to other people's falsehoods, we are tempted to speak them ourselves. And Psalm 101, 7 reminds us, He who works deceit shall not dwell within my house. He who tells lies shall not continue in my presence. Verse 4 through 7. Now, listeners, if we are to keep truth in our hearts and avoid falsehood, we must take care whose speech we listen to. Yes, we should help liars repent and be forgiven, but if they refuse to repent and continue to speak lies, we must limit our association in order to keep our hearts, our own hearts, pure. Now, in conclusion, we note here with the writer Psalms 24, 3 through 5. Who will stand in God's holy place? Those who have clean hands and a pure heart. Those who have not lifted up their souls to falsehood and have not sworn deceitfully. This is the one who will be blessed by the Lord. Listeners, lying is truly an abomination to the Lord. He hates a lying tongue. What about you and me? Do we have lying tongues such as God hates? Or are we such as can stand before God wholly because we have not accepted falsehood and deceit into our hearts and lives? Listeners, are you ready? Have you become a child of God and been forgiven of your lies and deceitful sins? Amen. This broadcast is supported by donations as well as liking and supporting Empower Family. You can go to www.francina.com, which is P-H-R-A-N-T-C-E-E-N-A.com and press donate. Now, welcome back listeners. And in our close for today, we must always remember there is God's truth and there is self-deception. Then comes God's truth over lies and deception. Listeners, which side does your life story reflect? Is it God's truth or is it this world's lies and deception? The good news is God gave us free will to choose. Now listeners, as we reflect on our own lives of truth and justice, life and liberty, God's divinely ordered balanced life, we must ask ourselves these questions daily. Are we prepared and ready to lead by example today for our next generation? Are we prepared to choose God's truth and live under God's divine order in truth and in spirit? How can you lead others, listeners, if you can't lead yourself? Have you seen Lady Justice lately representing God's truth? 
in an unjust society of lies and deceit? Have you seen a manifesting in yourself first and then another external person, place, or thing? Have you seen Lady Justice lately, listeners? What is your own Lady Justice and truth, lies, and deception look like? What does it sound like, smell like, taste like, and feel like? And what does your own lady justice and truth, lies, and deception sense like? Are you paying attention? Amen. This broadcast is brought to you in partnership with the Coach Day Foundation. You can support the broadcast so we can bring you God's word with any type of donation. You can go to www.coachtapefoundation.com, which is www.coachtatefoundation.com. Our closing poem for today is Lies and Deception. And it reads as such, The actions you make seal your fate. Make choices for the best before it's too late. Lies and deception are not your friends, for they will lead you to your bitter end. She would have stayed had you not lied. Now you must live a little dead inside. Your biggest regret won't be from the truth. It will be all those lies you told in your youth. It's the hardest lesson you have to learn. Lies aren't something you can return. Tell the truth, no matter the cost, because a lie isn't worth all that is lost. Amen by Eric Martinez. Until next week, same time, same station, I am Francina Tate Horace. Your hostess. family with the dynamic new book by Francina Holrus, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are. It's the book that gives you insights into life's problems. Francina Holrus is an author, motivational speaker, and national broadcaster who believes the answers to your problems lies within the knowledge that was once traditionally passed down by families. But that knowledge has been short-circuited by today's faster pace. The book, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are, brings that accumulated wisdom to the problems that all families face. You'll find your copy of Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are at Amazon and at Better Bookstores. Empower your life with the dynamic new book, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are by Francina Hulrus. Thank you for joining Francina Hallress on Empowered Family Talk. Tune in next week 